with Y. Hey, we're back. We're back again. We just keep going on, despite any clear reason to move forward. Has there been a clear reason? There has not been a clear reason to have this podcast. Or to not have it. Or to not have it, really. The Um, people have not spoken in any way. The response is overly underwhelming. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But we like doing it, so we're going to do it. Fuck you, you know? Yeah, fuck you. We're gonna fuck you. We're gonna talk. The question is, are we gonna put a microphone in front of our face? Right. I mean, we're gonna talk regardless. <laughs> Might as well record it. We are living in a strange time. When Maybe that's someone our, when will. That's our mindset. Right. <laughs> this is our reality TV show. This is. I always thought I would be on the real world. Instead, I'm on. I'm on my own real world. I'm on my own real world called. My life. My life. No. <laughs> my real life. <laughs> my my real life. Uh, how's it going, girl? Well, good. Dan and I just had a, a delightful brunch at Lula. Uh, we're becoming regulars. We're becoming regulars there. It's My ex works there. He's, yeah. Why not drop in and say hi? Well, you know, for years I didn't go. Mainly. Really. No, I wouldn't go very often. Yeah. Because who wants to see your ex? If you can avoid it. You don't go out of your way to see your ex, I guess, is the thing, right? You shouldn't. Like, if it's a, a bad ex. Right, unless you're like, like, I gotta find him. Right, and tell him that I love him. I gotta find him. There's things he doesn't know. <laughs> and that's not the situation. No. Yeah. Thankfully, we're all older. Um, I guess... We're not more mature. I I'm not think. more mature. No. Maybe a little tiny, tiny bit. Um. I, I'm it's amazed because it's kind of a fancy restaurant. <clears throat> how full I can feel from sunflower leaves and, <laughs> and flowers. I, I literally ate flowers for breakfast. There were tiny flowers, asparagus, <laughs> shoots of things, little little, sp- yeah. little twigs. Half the shit on the menu, I'm just like, I don't even know what that is. Yeah, and still Okay, yeah, sounds good had a duck egg. Why am I full? I just ate... It's like I just hunted and gathered, but just you did. without hunting. Yeah, you just gathered. You didn't even gather it, really. You just gathered it into your mouth. Right. I just <laughs> <laughs> Somebody literally hunted it, brought it to you. Somebody literally hunted, gathered it, brought it to you, and then you... And I ate it. And you ate it. It was good, though. Well, I guess summer's over, huh? We had a very short summer. We had a very short summer here in March. It's cold again. I also feel like we should let people know um, our favorite liquor store. Um, Red Star. Right downstairs, the Red Star Liquor Mart. New signage. New sign. Classy, old-timey looking sign. It no longer says anything about Link or snacks, or liquor, or cigarettes, or lotto, or, um, or an ATM. Well, they don't have any of those things anymore. Um, (laughs) I went down there and I was like, what's up with this candy selection? And the owner was like, I'm trying to make this more of a booze store. You know, beer, wine, booze. And I was like, man, that sucks. You don't even have tampons anymore? Where am I going to get tampons? (laughs) Yeah, where are you going to go? I, I really wanted it to be a catch-all. 
Yeah, why can't... <laughs> you went grocery shopping down there. Right. Why can't you? Why can't you go grocery shopping in a liquor store? I used to be able to. They were really, I felt like, at the cutting edge of redefining what a liquor store is. And it's a step back. It really is. You know, I feel like everyone's obsessed with vintage everything. They're becoming a vintage liquor store. Yeah. Where it's just a liquor store. They didn't even have Skittles. And I'm not trying to pull a Trayvon. I'm just saying I love Skittles. And I eat a lot of jokes about that. I'm not joking about Trayvon. I'm just saying I'm not trying to make a statement in that I want Skittles. I just oh, oh, right, I've right. always eaten Skittles. Yeah, it was like, girl, don't go there. Too soon. Trayvon is a messed up, so messed up. Why is that even? So I'm so confused. I just I don't get it. I don't understand why. He's free. Why is he free? Why is that guy free? I don't understand what. Because I think there's loopholes in the Florida legal system about self-defense, even though he was following him. So there isn't. There's no way you can claim self-defense when you're following somebody. You're following them. There's no self-defense. Go in your home. You can't stalk someone and then shoot them when they don't like you stalking them. Right. When they don't like you stalking. Yeah. You can, right? You know? Right. I can't follow you home, although I do. And then, and then when you're like, why, you know, why are you following me? I'm going to call the cops. You can't, I can't shoot you. You know, there's another case too that's not getting as much um, press and it's equally as messed up. If not more so than Drayvon of a six, like a 65 year old retired black cop who accidentally hit his heart. You know, when you have a heart condition, you have those like med alert like buttons. Sure, sure. So he accidentally hit it in like his sleep. So the cops show up at his house and he's like, I I don't need you to come in. Like I'm fine. I accidentally hit it. And this is all being recorded somehow through this device, like it's going back to this med alert service. Right. And the cops end up like tasing tasing him to death. And he's I mean it's crazy. And it's all recorded. The cop like It's insane. <laughs> like, it's the most insane. So, what I'm saying is, this Trayvon injustice, there are so many cases like it. And it's, you know, it's good that, that there's, you know, this example. that the, But this shit happens all the fucking time. Is that why you had tort law for legal assistance out on your kitchen table? No, I was going to give it to Barb. She's thinking about doing civil defense. My friend Barb's an attorney. And she's moving oh. to Portland. Glee Club Bar? Glee Club Bar. Oh. I know. Huh. Um, well, I mean, in Portland is where you go if you need to defend people. <laughs> if you need to... There are so many people fighting for the rights of the... The underrepresented, <laughs> underserved... You know, Portland's where you go. Yeah. <laughs> huh. Yeah, they're moving in like a month. I've never been to Portland. Have you? No. I hear it's a real chill town, though. I want to go. It's like real chill. I want to go and chill there. Do you remember when Jesse Andra, who we went to high school with, were you there? 
when she gave us her crystal, her power crystal, <sighs> at the Omega, um, <laughs> the Omega, it's like a, you know, a diner out in the burbs. 24 hours, smoke, smoke inside, I mean, back in the day. Yeah, I might, that might have been with Sydney, but. I remember seeing Jesse Andre there, there, so I must have been there. <laughs> there was a time I went there, and she was, like, all, like, dreadlocked, and, like, patchwork dressed out and we're like we're like chatting with her and it was mostly fine i mean she seemed a little bit like a space cadet but um we we were like oh yeah sit with us so we all got a table and she was like i had to use the bathroom and she was like will you hold my crystal come on i'm not even kidding it was a giant crystal we're like oh okay sure (laughs) we'll watch your crystal We'll watch your crystal for you. Was it like a geode? Or like just a free-flowing... It, it was just a fleet of free-flowing crystal. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so this ties back. She, I remember her saying, yeah, like Portland's a really chill town. <laughs> and you know, she even... I mean, my entire life, because I went to grade school with her, even, like... She had a voice that sounded like she just woke up. Right. Where, like, you were like, oh, Jesse," And she's like, yeah. <laughs> what? So, I don't think it was that she was... I mean, she was high, but I don't think it's... I mean, what I'm saying is that her voice is just like that. Right. She's like a Steve from <laughs> Sex in the City. Exactly. Oh, boy. Uh, Miranda. Oh, Miranda. Why oh. Oh, you gotta walk so much? <laughs> Dan and I, for some reason, decided to watch Sex in the City 2, the movie. Whoa. The musical. It's always the a ride. musical. <laughs> the ride. I wanted to do a ride at Six Flags. We couldn't finish uh. it, and we made it pretty far. We made it to the camels. I don't know how much was after the camels, but God, I couldn't... It was like a long, slow paper cut on my eyelid. It was the worst thing. It was so awful. Oh, it was so awful. And what's weird is that, like, you know what? Did I ever identify with Sex and the City? No. But, like, it's a fun, escapist, you know, romantic soap opera, essentially. And yeah, there was, you know, conspicuous consumerism sprinkled in all throughout. You know, they're obsessing, obsessing with shoes or fashion or living in Manhattan. We have to live in Manhattan. Remember when, when Miranda moves to Brooklyn right. and they act as if she's moved to fucking Kansas? Right. They're like, how will we get there? And she's looking at this amazing... Right, like, like what the fuck? <sighs> so, I don't have anything against... Sex in the City, necessarily. The movies. But this just... Because the first movie was awful. Do you know what the thing is? They didn't even need... Yeah, the first movie was awful. They didn't need any movies. They didn't need any movies. movies? The ending of that show was fine. Yeah. Right? Yeah. There were no unresolved issues. They... There were... And I felt like it was actually somewhat unique. Particularly for, like, a storyline of female heroines, right? That, oh, they're all, like, women in movies or TV shows are always searching for love, and all they have to find is love, and then they're fulfilled, and then they're happy forever. And 
Samantha, at the end of the show, did not have love. Her love was herself, was her love of herself. And that she was fulfilled with that. And I thought that was actually very unique. That she was fulfilled, like, she loved her career and loved her life. And that was what she wanted. Right. Samantha and, like, had a that's a unique statement, I feel like, for for media. The, you know, the, for media to say about, like... Yeah. Women's or even people's lives. We didn't need... <laughs> the outfits were amazing. Holy shit. And not amazing... They were so upsetting... There's, it was, the, the whole show was so upsetting. Like, Carrie's wearing, like It was a, so upsetting. Is it a turban? Like a, like a fortune teller? It was a very, yeah. Rap hat. I don't know what to call that. I guess it's a turban. But it did look like a... Gypsy. <laughs> yeah, it looked psychic. like a gypsy for, fortune teller. <laughs> like, she was going to, like, hold a, like, tarot card up for her forehead. Samantha was wearing gold... Oh, those gold lame pants. Like that the looks poofy, like, yeah. like Aladdin pants. Because they were in Abu Dhabi. And then Miranda at one point says, Abu Dhabi do. Why was that, why was that movie not held up as some racist shit? It was so racist and out of control. It was, and aside from being racist, it just wasn't good. At no, all. At all. The dialogue was... It was a giant, beautiful. frothy, horrible mess. Carrie looked like a drag queen in her... Oh, the two gay men get married <laughs> who hated each other. They literally hated each other. Right. And I love that we were just able to skip over that plot point. That, like, oh, the fact that they hate each other... Maybe that's... Do you know what? Maybe that's more of a statement about marriage... That's true. You're always just going to wind up hating each other. So might as well start. Might as well start at that point. (laughs) Oh, it was a mess. Ugh. Ugh. And then we watched Bridesmaids. And I fell asleep. But I mean, it was the second time, so I loved it. And that movie just is so real. That movie had the opposite problem. It's too real. (laughs) It's too real. It's too... That's too much my life. Her reaction when Maya <laughs> Rudolph tells her she's getting married is oh like, God, no. what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I I've love always it. wanted to, like, have a social freak out like that. Like, be at a party and just destroy everything. Wouldn't that be great? Like a toddler. Just... Yeah. yeah. But the thing is, I feel like if you did that at somebody's bridal shower, you never, you don't ever get to make up with Maya Rudolph again. No. After you ruin her. Yeah. That's over. Maybe, like, years later. When you're, like, old and you're both on your deathbed. And you, like, send her, like, a desperate Facebook message. Maya. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I mean, there's there were I'm definitely dying. unrealistic points to the movie. Yeah, but not many. <laughs> but not many. Except the part where Kristen Wiig finds love. Right. 
that is wholly unbelievable. <laughs> and not real, you know, not real. Not real. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it is so gross outside. Look I like just, I'm just... sorry, I can't get, uh, sex in the city, that was real. It got, my friend who bought the movie for five ninety nine threw it under my bed, like, as she was leaving. Like, she wouldn't even take it with her. Now it's under my bed. In a part of the under-the-bed zone that never gets, I mean, that area never gets cleaned. Yeah, don't. I'm, that's Why gonna clean be there. under there? That's going to be there for, ever, till I move out. You're never moving out of here. <laughs> I think begged you to move out of here for, like, ten years, and you keep living here. I need a really overwhelming reason to leave. You need to be... You need to have somebody break in and assault you mm-hmm. while you're here. You know, like... You need to be attacked in this apartment, <laughs> basically. Which I woke up the other night, and this doesn't happen in a long time, where you wake up... I woke up to a noise, which I think was just the wind blowing my... Um, curtain, like my blinds. Oh, yeah. But it's so weird when you wake up to a noise and there's no way you can identify that noise when you wake up. And then I was like, kind, not convinced that someone was in my closet, but just like, what if someone was in my closet? Like, I just couldn't, like, I was just staring at the closet like, fuck, you know? Do you ever have that feeling of like home invasion? What no. if somebody's here? No, actually, um, I do. You know what, like, and especially in the summer this will happen where, like, I'll have my back door open And you've been broken into. Yeah, we have. Um, like, it'll happen a lot in the summer where I'll have the back door open or something to, like, let the breeze in. And then I'll be, like, watching TV and I'll fall asleep in, like, the afternoon, you know, late afternoon. I'll wake up and it's dark out. Right. And my back door is still open and I'm like, oh, God. What if somebody is in here? Like, I don't know. That that happens to me every now and then. I don't have a whole lot where I wake up and I think that somebody's... Well, I guess I just described a situation where you I think up. that somebody yeah. is in my apartment after waking up. So I'm a liar. <laughs> um, that's a really bad feeling. You know? It's hard to get back to sleep. Yeah. When you're afraid for your life. That's why I've started taking self-defense classes. No, you haven't. You're right. <laughs> People do that, though. Brynn's taking karate. She's going to get her yellow belt, which is the, the first belt. What is that? Why? I don't know. She likes it. It's a discipline thing. It's a workout. It's a self-defense. Huh. I like it. I like the idea of karate. I don't know that I'm really gonna. I don't know that I would do it because it's always like if you get attacked like this way that you'll never get attacked, <laughs> right? Well, I think though, people who do it, you're, and take it seriously, like you have like, the reflexes oh. of things where like, yeah, there are maybe like stereotypical situations of like if somebody comes up behind you like this, but like, you in theory have like trained your body to respond to right. a myriad of different situations that you'll just freak out and kill someone. <laughs> so we can't hang out with Brain anymore. Yeah. 
I was walking through the alley the other night. That's smart. Yeah, exactly. And then I hear, like, someone walking behind me. And then I'm like, and then it sounds like they're, like, close behind me. And I'm like... Because that's what happens in alleys. And I was like, why did I walk through this alley? And then it sounds like they're running. Like, it sounds like they're, they're running behind me. And finally, I just, like, turn around, and it's, like, a, a grown-ass kid on a little bike in swishy pants. So the swishy pants are making the noise mm-hmm. of his knees, and he just rides by me. And, I'm like, and oh, he, was trying, he was trying to kill you. No, he was just riding a bike. Oh. <gasps> well, that's the thing with kids on bikes. You never know. Oh, look at that jacket. Wow. Wow. So when, we, when I was on my way to meet you for brunch... I saw what I would describe as hipsters from future past. They looked like they were from the future, but they were wearing like very bright retro things. Oh wow! Like this one woman was wearing um, WWF Zumbas. Zoom? Is that what those? What is that? Those aren't those pants? Those like MC Hammery pants? Aren't those called Zumbas? I thought Zumbas was a class that you took, I or think... a vacuum that is self. That's a Roomba. Oh. <laughs> um, um, I think Zumba's a class then, and aerobics. What dance. are those pants called? What describe them more? MC Hammer pants. I don't know how else to describe them. Oh, harem pants. Yeah, the well, no, that's what they were wearing in Sex in the City. <coughs> how were those different? Because like those are hammer pants, right? Essentially. <laughs> yeah. But they were bright. They were like neon colored. Yeah, and that had, like, WrestleMania 12. And this is a girl. No. Yeah, I'm not even kidding. The Um, resurgence in wrestling is bothering me. Yeah. And I don't know. There was three of them. They were all wearing, like, neon things. They looked like they had been teleported from 1989, but, like, 1989 was the future. Oh, my God. How old were they? Old enough to know better. (laughs) Old enough to know better. Early mid twenties, you know, just kids. Shit! Now that I'm thirty, people in their early and mid twenties are kids. Yeah, we're adults. Oh, those pants sound awful. It really affected me in a way I didn't. Mm. I hadn't anticipated. I think I'd be cool if it if it just stayed flannel and beards. I think I'd be okay with that. I like I like a flannel. Mm-hmm. I like a beard. Do people take it to the extreme? When does yeah. everyone wear it and it looks crazy? Yeah. That everybody's in flannels and beards? Yeah. You know, I feel that way about jeans a lot. Where, like, you know how, like, styles of jeans keep changing? Mm-hmm. But I always feel like wherever we're at, like, no, we got it right. This, stop changing jeans. This is it. Yeah. And they keep changing. Yeah, but like... When Remember when like every jean was boot cut? Right. But now I can't imagine a boot cut. Now I'm like, What's that holy extra fabric shit. For? Why was I wearing boot cut what jeans? What is this extra fabric? I mean now... And then it was like... And then, and then it was like boot cut low rise jeans. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, we got it. <laughs> we got it. Then it was just like... I do not like low rise. I do not like when your ass crack is sticking out. Yeah, I'm not into that. You can't ever sit down, ever. Ever. You have to stand. 
as long as you have them on. Right. Or lay down. You can lay down. You can lay down. <laughs> I'm just scoping out the, pe- oh. the peoples. It looked like you were nodding me on, like, the, oh, there's a person right outside the window. <laughs> um, I can't imagine wearing boot cut. It's incredible that I wore boot cut my whole life, almost. And now I can't imagine it. Well, what's funny is that, like, when I was in high school, I remember my mom bought some jeans for me. They were on sale. They were super cheap. And they were, like, super dark uh, straight leg jeans. And I was like, straight leg? Jesus, Mom. (laughs) (laughs) What are you wearing now? And that's what I'm wearing now. Straight leg. That's, like, all I bought is, like, straight leg, like, dark, like... Guys, I don't like when guys do too skinny. Like, uh, like some guys can pull off a skinny, but not too skinny. Yeah, let's be careful with how skinny we go here. Like, they should not be super tight. That's too much. Right? I don't like these high-waisted jeans now that are coming back. And then you sit down, and your fat is just contained within right. the, the jean area. It's awful. <laughs> it feels fine standing up. If you want a 1985 mom ass, also. Like, it's not a good-looking ass. It's an ass that starts in your lower, like, middle back. That's so weird. And then your vagina area. Your jean-gina. The jean-vagina area. Your jean-gina. Your jean-gina looks like you have an enormous vagina. Like, you like. Like, you have the biggest vagina, That's right? true. Because that then makes your vagina start near your belly button. Because it's the whole length of the zipper. And, like, oh, and That God. is, like, a 20-inch zipper. It's such a long zipper. Ugh. And once again, it's all for skinny people. Like, you think that there's some fashion... Like, I well, will every, fool myself into thinking, this is for chubbier people. Every fashion is for skinny people. Right. Every single fashion. I don't know where to shop anymore. I, I really just don't. don't shop. You know, don't don't shop. Those, those assholes at Urban Outfitters. Fuck that place. You know, Urban Outfitters. I used to take the goddamn Metra from the Burbs into the city just to go to Urban Outfitters when I was in high school. Right. And the other day I went in and there was a St. Patrick's Day table in Urban Outfitters, like a. That's really upsetting. That's upsetting. Wear. Well, it's just like oh, well, this is just absolutely mainstream now. This is just 100% right. mainstream and also everyone that works there is a fucking asshole. <laughs> like It's funny how it like went from a place where it was like, oh like offbeat clothes right. and like housewares. I felt like that was the stuff that I always liked from there was like offbeat housewares. It was like, oh right. you could make like a fun, quirky like urban apartment. Right. From things that you got there. But then... Yeah, it's just become an unholy orgy. Bra tops are in. I mean, can I even explain to you what a bra top is? You tried, and it's... That is horrifying. Who is going to sit down in a bra top? Well, if you wear wear those high-waisted jeans... I guess there won't be much room. Yeah, they'll cover. They'll They'll meet in the middle. It'll just be this weird strip of skin. If you wear jeans up to your rib cage, then... Oh, that is so weird. 
Just ugly clothes. I mean, just, <laughs> you can find something at Urban Outfitters for sure, but the vast majority of their stuff, I mean, their catalog, it looks like a joke to me. Like, it looks like a goddamn joke. Why would I ever want that outfit? If that outfit looks that shitty on that model, yeah. why do I want it for myself? It's, right. It, it always just looks like somebody's playing a practical joke on you. Yeah. Or that they're, like, in a, like, costume... They're a costume for a movie about post-apocalyptic America. Ah, oh, yes. That's absolutely accurate. And then you go to Gap, and you're like, can you just... Just, like, make it a little more interesting, like, please. Please? I'll get my jeans there. I'll get my jeans, I get my there, jeans from there. I actually like Gap jeans. Maybe they should just do jeans. Like, yeah, just stop, stop doing... Stop with the other shit. Because it's awful. Just and make it's jeans. it's so cheap, too. I mean, so is Urban Outfitters. I mean, the fact that people are shopping at Forever 21 and H&M, like, you get maybe a couple wears out of that shit. I mean, that is just it falls trash. A, it falls apart as you're wearing yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I hope this party ends soon because oh god oh boy we have to leave right now we have to leave my outfit just we have, we have to leave my our outfit is biodegrading <laughs> as I'm wearing it oh god oh man oh man and it's summertime so you know time to wear some dresses okay not you you aren't getting ready <laughs> I was like Maybe. Um, I'm gonna. I could try. I could. I mean, I just don't have the legs for it anymore. It'd be funny if you just wore a dress and like didn't change anything else. Hey guys, what's up? Just like the shittiest drag queen. You guys want to get drinks? <laughs> I do like wearing dresses. It's very freeing for your body. You know, just you can just let it all hang out in some. Uh, you know, not not if it's a tight dress. Right. Right. Get a little air up in the the genus, the gene gina. Gene gina. Get a little air up there. Sometimes I like to not wear underwear in the summer. Just get it because it's so Whoa. hot. It's so hot. Do you want? I used to. I would say college era. I used to have a like. Like underwear is not necessary in July, August. Yeah, it's another thing to trap sweat. It just don't do it. I'm not looking forward to the heat. My parents are bringing an air conditioner, though. I'm very That's excited. That's very exciting. Because last summer was crazy. Yeah, and you would still be like, you want to come over? I was like, no. <laughs> no, I actually soaked towels in cold bath water and wrapped my naked body in them and then slept with a fan blowing up. Like, there's still this, like, stain on my pillow top from like just my wet body sleeping on like just my soaked then you just wake up just like ah oh, it's like you wet the bed with all of your body it's uh, like every part of your body wet uh, the bed oh uh, uh, yeah oh god it was bad it was a bad you should get rubber sheets I should what are those it's for people who pee the bed I'm glad I don't pee the bed Oof. isn't it weird though like that I would never, ever, ever in a million years get up in the middle of the night or morning, early morning to pee, and now I do it like clockwork. Like I have to pee. You know what I mean? Does this it's happen part, to you? No, I don't. I don't ever wake up in the middle of the night and have to pee. Ah, oh, it sucks. Because then you're like, am I gonna lay here and just deal with it? But you'll never go to sleep. But maybe I should. I mean, I wake up in the morning in the you know, 
Then I wake up in the morning, it's urgent. But I like that because that gets you out of bed. That's my alarm clock. <laughs> is, is waking up and like, oh god, whoa, 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 I almost peed. Oh god. But I do that in general. Like, I will wait till it's an emergency to yeah. pee. And I don't know why that is. I mean, it's just, just go to the bathroom. That's what happened to me at work lately. I don't know why. I yeah. keep procrastinating. Like, I've just been so busy mm-hmm. that I'm like, I'll pee in a minute. Going to the bathroom seems... And then all of a sudden I'm like, ah, this has been going on for two hours. What's wrong with me? Go to the bathroom. Ah. Yeah. Like, that's why they have a bathroom in the office. Right. Yeah. Wake up with urine, you know? Yeah. Different kind of wine. Different kind of wine. Neither of us are drinking wine. Your urine. Wake up with urine. You know, there's um, no wine to sponsor. Yeah, not today. Not today. I have a I have a show in a couple hours, so right. I can't. How's how's the company going? Yeah, it is. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. I'm gonna do some new stuff tonight. Yeah. See how it goes. It's yeah. in a bookstore. It's right. gonna be fun. It's seven minutes. I can do seven minutes. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's. It goes so like seven minutes is like, it's over. Right. Right. Um, you're not allowed to say the f word. Really. Which is like fuck. Like I don't think I swear that. Like I don't think I say fuck that much in my stand up. But, but you also don't think about right but the moment that you're like you're not allowed yeah then you're like i mean nothing happens if you say it you get like the disapproval i think of the people that but it also like really i can talk about my pussy and sex are you allowed to say pussy yeah but you can't say fuck yeah isn't that weird i love Vaginas, and that's not a dirty word. It's not a dirty word. It sounds dirty, though. I love that character in Bridesmaids with the three sons. Because it's exactly like my coworker, Lisa, was talking about. As soon as she found out her son was masturbating, she makes him do his own laundry. Like, she will not do his laundry. And it is so true that they are just disgusting. Like, he comes into the office, and I'm like, keep your fucking creepy-ass kid away from me. Because he will, he like already has a crush on me, and now he's like a jerking off age, and he'll like come up and like awkwardly hug me. I'll be like, get the fuck, like get away from me. You know, it makes me feel weird to have a thirteen-year-old. Yeah, that is prime masturbating age. Oh god. As that's when it's that's when things are happening. Gross. Just any chance you can get. And I don't know why there would be, like, he would come into work, like, once a week because of why? something with, like, his school schedule or something. And I was like, keep him away from me. Don't like it. He makes me so uncomfortable. Did like, you say to this coworker that your son is creepy? Yeah. I was oh, like, oh, boy. Well, she laughs. I mean, she knows I'm, but I'm like, just, she knows. Yeah, but you're, like, kind of kidding. I'm, like, kind of serious, but kind of kidding. Yeah. <laughs> just the way I always am at work. Right. Because um, then you can say horrible things to people, and they're like, <laughs> She's so funny. Um, you're like, no, but you're... Seriously, keep your fucking kid away from me. <laughs> yeah. That's what I said. Keep your fucking kid away from me. He's creepy. <laughs> like, he can come back when he's 18. You know what I mean? Like, so then I can... Have I guess. Yeah, and then you can, like, 
then I can actually do something, mm-hmm. right? But until then, you're just tempting me. Gross. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. It's so disgusting. A 13-year-old, like, there is Ugh. nothing worse in this world. I saw the most awkward, like, I don't even know how old she was, 14, 13, 15 girl on the train. She comes in with a balloon around her wrist. She immediately knows the other weirdo on the train who's like an older woman, who's like a 45, 50-year-old weirdo older woman. They're talking. The balloon keeps going into this random passenger's face, and she has to keep knocking it out. She has these legs that are just like boy legs, like just skinny. You know what yeah, I mean? Like yeah. just no, like just just so weird just and just so awkward. And then she's licking like a blood wound on her hand like she must have cut herself and she's just licking the blood on the train and I'm just like I just wanted to follow her honestly I just wanted to like who is this person and like just her clothing choice just her rain slicker I mean just no wow just no concept of sexuality certainly or self-awareness or just Yuck! I mean, just kids at that age. <laughs> kids at that age are fucking weird and disgusting. Like, just yuck. Get them. Yeah, you're either just like so painfully awkward that I'm just like I can't. Ah, you're making me uncomfortable. Uh, figure yourself out. Yeah. Or. Yeah, or they're just gross. Like I wonder if I was that. Awkward. Or they're like kids that are masturbating. Ugh. I would not want to have a son. I'm just going to put it that way. Like, that just would be a gross... Because I think it's masturbating, what, to, like, 12 to... Forever? Is it 12 to forever? Forever. Yeah. Yeah. It's from about age 12 to um, death. Right. And not that I'm against masturbating, but when you're my son... But there's a level, there's an intensity, there's an urgency to it. Right. At that age, that does not carry over into, or it shouldn't carry over <laughs> to your, into your adult years. I think it still does for a lot of people. Really? Ew, I don't know. No, probably not. I hope not, Jesus. Weird. What age did you start jerking? 12? 13? I mean, that's not something to talk about. I'm not going to ask further details. Yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> you know, total topic change. There's something that I've been like kicking around and thinking about, and like, there's no pl- place to like voice this or, or talk about this. And I think it's maybe just like top of mind because, and I feel like we talk about improv every single um, episode, but whatever. So you know, do the whole I/O thing. And, you know, there are a lot of people that I'm still, like, friends with on Facebook that I get updates from and see what they're doing, and and some of it's cool and whatnot. There are some people that I'm, like, genuinely friends with, you know, from that. But I feel like there's, like, this other side of it. And I feel like the people who are in it get to talk about, like, what a community they're part of and, like, I don't know. This isn't really thought out at all. So maybe it's pointless. 
You just, you want to be part of the community. I guess, but I, I, well, not even really. Like, I think that there's just a thing about it that is like, there's this whole other group of people that were like rejected by this community. Right. You guys should make your own community. <sighs> right. And it's like, didn't talk about what a loving, supportive community. Like, I don't know. This is like my experience with it is that it's not a supportive community at all. It's a villainous pack of sharks. Right. And it is, isn't it? That was my experience. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like a school of piranhas. <laughs> Anytime you have people that are entertainers competing for space, competing for glory. They're competing. I mean, they're competing. Right. Competing with themselves, competing with other people, competing for the affection of those with the powers that be, you know? I mean... It's like improv community. Don't post about your community. You're not in a community. Well, it can be... You can still have shitty communities. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) You can still be in a shitty community. Right. Community isn't just on its own. But it's not a community. It's like, it's basically like a Hunger Games alliance. Right. Mm-hmm. Where I'm like with you until I've killed all of the other people. Right. Then I'm going to kill you. Your life is the Hunger Games. I, you guys, <laughs> it's seriously like the Hunger Games. <laughs> I wonder how good I would be at the Hunger Games. I would be dead probably within... Do you know what? I would be the person who gets killed when, like, they first come above ground. Mm -hmm. I would be killed right there. Yeah. Because even if I tried to run away, it wouldn't be fast enough. I'd be like, Skittles! And then I'd run away. Oh my god, is that a can of Dr. Pepper? I thought it was a little un- Dead. unrealistic that, like, and it was, of course, Oh, the Hunger Games so, was unrealistic? I'm talking about the characters, like, <laughs> and specifically the women. I feel like they made the women, like, monsters. Like, would oh, you really right. be that way if you were randomly selected in this thing that we have to do every year to survive? Would you really be, like, an asshole about it? Or would you be like, man, it really sucks that I have to kill these people. Like, I'm really not a killer. I'm it just a kid. The- the thing that the other, the other more rich districts, like they trained their kids like from oh. birth to like for this, so that if they did get chosen, maybe that's that they true. would be like a killing machine. That's true. Probably. I liked the movie. I thought it was good. I liked the movie too. I wanted a little bit more from Lenny Kravitz. I. But he's gonna be more in the second one. Yeah. That's my. Oh. That's your phone. That's my phone. Do you have an uh, yeah. ring? Yeah. I love it. <laughs> um, Lenny Kravitz's music is horrible, but Lenny Kravitz is really hot. Uh, here's a Lenny Kravitz song that I like. Okay. Baby, it ain't over till it's over. That's not even his song, though. But he did it well. He did. He did do that song. Well. He did it really well. Lenny Kravitz. But then he has that other song about being a dragonfly so that he can fly oh. up in the sky. So very high. How does that go? I wish I could fly. Oh, dragonfly. That was a bad one. 
What about what's the good one where he has that crazy guitar and like the dreads? Oh, I can go my way. That was a pretty good one. He's really hot, is the thing. He's when he got really rid of those hot. dreads, hot. He is a beautiful, beautiful man. And he got rid of Lisa Bonet or whatever her name is. Why did he do that? Well, I think she got rid of him. Why did she do that? <laughs> they were so beautiful. Also, and I think this is actually your observation that got passed on to me through my roommate, but, like, in the movie, it's kind of funny that, like, the rich, indulgent part of society is essentially a, a, communi- a community of drag, drag queens. queens. <laughs> Hilarious. That's, like, the pinnacle of society. Right. Drag queens. Insane. I, I mean, everyone was dressed like a drag queen. Yeah. Who played the announcer guy? Who was that? Oh, Dustin Hoffman? I know. I can never remember his name. It's not Dustin um, Do Is he a well-known guy? Yes. Is it Al Pacino? Uh, no. It's not <laughs> Al Pacino. <laughs> Who is it? Fuck. Uh, what else was he in? I can never remember his name. What else was he in? Can you think of something else that he's been in? Well, I can't. Well, you're saying it over and over and over again. <laughs> is it J- John Turturro? No. Is it Stanley Tucci? Stanley Tucci. Is it yes, Stanley Tucci? it is Stanley Tucci. Okay. Stanley Tucci gets some really weird roles, doesn't he? He does, but I thought that he was so good. He was. No, that. no, Stanley Tucci's in a great Because it was like, I mean, he really was like the emotionally manipulative talk show host. Yeah. I loved when it would Oprah. show just like the <laughs> Yeah. <and> just, like, <sighs> <laughs> it reminded me of something else and and I guess the Hunger Games drew from so many cultural Yeah. Wizard mm-hmm. of Oz, Battle Royale. How Wizard of Oz? Oh, because there's like a Emerald City. Yeah. And the little munchkins out in the I think there's a lot of Wizard I think Wizard of Oz is referenced in a lot of stuff. We just need to watch Wizard of Oz more. Is what I'm saying. I mean, Do you it's know there's gonna be kind a, of my favorite movie. There's going to be a Judy Garland something Biopic? happening. At That's the been rumored for a while. Oh, no, not oh, a, oh, no oh, like a live it. show. I don't know if it's because they wanted the Weeping Willows to play in the pub after, but I, I, I think we should look in to see what that is. Oh, let's talk about Liza Minnelli and Sex in the City too. What? 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 Her um, legs are insane. Yeah, that's... She sang, if you like it, then you put a ring on it. <laughs> Which was weird. Song choices were weird. The Yeah, like, Liza... But she was still dancing. Her face looks freakish, but, like, her body is intact. Yeah, Looking I mean... Looking good. Quite honestly, it, she looks pretty damn good. I always... Is some of the shit she's been through? Not that she didn't do impressive dance moves in cabaret, but I also feel like how much of a dancer is Liza? Because I feel like it's a lot of handwork and a lot of posing. It's like a lot of jazz hands. Well, I think that's also like, I mean, cabaret is probably the role of most. Well, I mean, she's probably not much of a dancer, but like, I feel like a lot of because that you know cabaret was Bob Fosse, right. and a lot of Fosse isn't like. A ton of dancing. Right. Oftentimes it's like very subtle yeah. choreographed move. Like it is a lot of like jazz hands, pose, freeze. 
And she has a great Shuffle voice, but it's over. also such a weird voice. And like it as is. she's getting older, it's just like I feel like I found your sh-. like I, I don't know. <laughs> That's not it. It's like yeah, she has to show tune everything. It's off. show tune. Everything's like schmaltzy and over the top. Yeah. Liza, I can't believe Liza was in that. I know. It's like upsetting. It's upsetting uh, just to have that on your IMDb page. To go from Cabaret. Who even knows what else Liza's been in? All the shitload of stuff, I'm sure. I know Cabaret. She was in the original Arthur. I didn't see that. What else was she in? Arrested Development? I don't know. What what was happening in her career? Like, the, what did I... I, I think a lot of drug abuse. Oh. Because she's Judy Garland's daughter. Yeah. That's so weird to me. That is really weird, actually. Judy Garland was beautiful, also. Can we talk about just beautiful? She went downhill real quick, though. There was a, like... Um, I don't know what... I mean, it might have been like a bio, like biography or something on her. Um, that was on like, you know, History Channel or something. And they were talking about how she was basically addicted to amphetamines from like the time she was like 12 years old. Because her mom would like, she was, you know, her sisters had a... And what's an amphetamine again? Like a... Like an upper, like a like just upper, like a like just pills. Adderall, yeah, yeah. And her, you know, they had like a grueling tour schedule, so her mom would like feed her, basically give them because you don't need them. You don't need uppers when you're twelve. No, but it was also if like anything, wa- but it was also weight loss pills to like keep them young, skinny, and cute. Yeah, because Judy Garland didn't look like she should be skinny. Like, she wasn't necessarily skinny. Like, she in Wizard of Oz, she was like... Right? I mean... Not yeah, healthy I mean, she was a healthy-looking... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Corn-fed. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Yikes. Hmm. Ah, uh, Judy. Ah, uh, Judy. Sad story. Real sad. I'm thinking about reading that. There's a biography out about her that's supposed to be really good. I'm thinking about reading it. Just like a really sad story, I feel like. Yeah. You know? Like, incredibly talented, but I think also just so lonely. Like a Marilyn. Yeah. Just, I mean... Like America's sweetheart that everyone loves, but also it's like... Nobody actually knows you. I think that's that way for, like, most celebrities, right? Like, most huge, especially women. Because all of the pressure is on you to, like, stay beautiful. Oh, God, to the degree when you're like, but you're 80, Cher. Just let it go. (laughs) You can't get your youth back. Like, I understand wanting to look good, and I'm sure it's hard to let it go, but it's like, you've got to. I mean... Like, how do you feel about a Helen Mirren, though? Oh, she looks pretty good. She does look good. And there's a part of me that's like, I feel like Helen Mirren gets pinned as somebody who's aging gracefully, but she also She's had dresses work. sexy. Doesn't she have a little work done, too? Her face doesn't look totally... If she has, it doesn't 
look. Right. It's not like, ah, ah, stop. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like, um, shit, what's her name? Uh, Mary Tyler Moore. Where Mary Tyler Moore, like, can't blink anymore. Oh, my God. Because she's just like, ah, hello. I saw someone walking down the street downtown in the loop yesterday with, like, the smallest nose. Like, a Michael Jackson almost nose. And I was like, that's not normal, right? Like, that's not your born with nose. Because it looked so crazy how small it was. And sharp. Just this tiny, sharp. Noses are really important. People should not get nose jobs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, the nose has so much effect on your whole face. Do you know what commercial I love? And I'm just like, you guys did it right. <laughs> Is that like Gillette commercial with Andre 3000, Adrian Brody, and... Yeah, why are you loving that so Gail much? Garcia Gail Garcia Bernal. Bernal. Because they're just three men that I want to sleep with. And they look great. I mean, right? I mean, just it was like, yep, that's... You've picked three cool... By all accounts, cool. But they're just like, you gotta shave. They just look so good. You don't think they all look so good? Yeah. I, just think, I just think they hit the... Yeah, they do. They do. I mean, Andre 3000. Jesus. Adrian Brody. I mean, I love that Adrian Brody. Where is he? What is? Why isn't he He's in movies? He's just doing those Stella commercials. <laughs> He's just in the Stella ads. Is he becoming the male Andy McDowell? Oh, because... Because Andy McDowell doesn't do movies anymore. She just does those... L'Oreal do people not want her. Andy McDowell? I mean, I think what the freaky thing that's happening is that they're, she's like too, she's like at a weird age. She can't... What, what can Andy McDowell play right now? What is she? 50? Because they get young people, I feel like, to play old people, which is confusing. And then they get old people to play young people. Like, it's just all over the board of like... Yeah. Like, when Winona Ryder plays a grandmother in the Star Trek movie, it's like, <laughs> what has happened? How could this be? Because Winona Ryder is like 50. Is she 50? I don't know. No, probably. I think she's like 45, maybe. <laughs> That's maybe. almost 50. Or 40. She's 90. She's 90. She's almost dead. I think it's. I think my prediction. It wasn't a prediction. It was a kill Mary fuck Republican candidates edition. Yeah. Which was Mittens Romney. Yeah. This was way back. This was like uh-huh. nine months ago. I think I'm right. I think it's gonna be Mittens. You. I called would it. Would fuck him. I think I would marry him. Oh, okay. It would be a stable relationship. I feel like. But I mean, I just. He's I pre- a provider. I predicted this long before. Sort of. I think a lot of people did. Yeah. Um, I probably wasn't the only. Is that the only... <laughs> Do you think that you're being insightful that you thought that Mitt Romney would be the Republican candidate? But I didn't even think that. I just thought that he would be who I would marry and kill Mary Fuck. So it's not even the right... Yeah, so that's still not happening. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have no fear that Obama's gonna win. Is that the right attitude to take? I just am not worried about it one bit. I just don't think anyone could am, could vote any of those idiots. Man, not one of them. I don't know. Not enough. There are crazy people in this country, but not enough of them. And there's more women than men, and certainly women... Do you know what I think is gonna happen? Is I think 
there are. <laughs> it's gonna be. They're gonna come. They have all to like, run. They have to. It's gonna be like that Kevin Costner movie, Swing Boat. They're gonna have to find one guy. I think it's gonna be like Tin Cup. It's gonna be like Tin Cup, and Rene Russo is gonna be like, I don't know who to vote for. I don't know. I just feel like, I think the thing that I'm afraid of is that Mitt Romney looks like everyone's like businessman uncle. Mm-hmm. You know, he looks like the guy from Sopranos, with the little white like <laughs> the little white hair, the no, like he real no, a he little doesn't. bit. No, he doesn't. A little bit. No, he doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't look like that person. <laughs> Maybe it's just his hair. I don't know. I just feel like people will look at him, and there are enough people that are like, ugh, things didn't immediately magically get better when Obama became president, so let's try the other guy. He seems reasonable. But he doesn't seem reasonable. But I think that there are a lot of... I think he will definitely play to the middle on things. I it is true, because I was like, Bush will never get elected, and then twice. Right. And I think, like, if the health care law gets struck down, like, that's going to be really bad. It's going to be really bad for Obama. When are we going to find out about that? Probably not until June. Mm-hmm. So they, like, heard all the arguments, and then the justices meet the next day. They met, like, on Friday, yesterday, I think, uh, to, to vote. They basically, like, all meet. And so why do we have to wait so long to find out? Because then once they vote and decide, then they write their, like, majority and dissenting opinion. Mm. Ugh, that sounds like a homework assignment. Yeah. Eesh. Who wants to do that? I don't know. I mean, Jesus. I have a feeling that's not going to pass. What? The healthcare. Yeah, I mean, I think it's probably going to get struck down. It sucks. Yeah. It would be nice to have health care. But I mean, the thing that sucks is that, the thing that I don't get about Republicans in this whole thing is like, it's not as if you get to choose that your body will get old. Like, well, those people just made the wrong choice. They let their body get old and then let it slowly fail them. Like, that happens to literally everyone. It happens to everyone. You don't get a choice on it. And you don't get to choose when... And also... Like, people... Yeah, young people don't have health insurance because they're deluded into thinking, I'm young and I'm going to be healthy forever. Right. But also, we're going to pay for it when they go to the emergency room. Exactly. Right. It's so weird. But, like, the government isn't allowed to do anything about that. So and also, most of the Republican candidates supported this. Right. This is their... This was what, when Bill Clinton, when they were trying to build... Right. Like, you know, Hillary Care, or whatever that they called it. Like, this was their... Well, if, this was the Republican solution, was, oh, have a national mandate where everyone had to have private health insurance. Right. It's not a terribly liberal idea. Everyone... You would think that they would get behind it because then everyone has to pay money right. to these evil companies, private health insurance overlords. Yeah, it's weird. There's going to be a lot of benefits to doing it financially. So 
I don't know. I mean, I feel like if it gets struck down, it's just another example of, like... There was a really good This American Life this week about, um, like... They profiled, like, a, a congressional race that had, where the guy, like, was in a Republican-leaning district, he didn't think that he would win, but just got out there and, like, campaigned the old-fashioned way, like, went out, shook hands, like, spoke at community no groups babies. and things, and, like, went from being 30 points down to, like, being, um, I think, 8 points down, so he was, like, had it within single digits, and was, like... Not necessarily, like, he probably wouldn't have won anyway, but, like, at least was competitive with it. And then the, like, super PACs dropped, like, $600,000 worth of advertising in, uh, you know, into the, into TV, like, a week before the election, and moved the polls down, like, he got beat by, like, 14 points. Don't the super PACs seem kind of unconstitutional in some way? But that's the thing. They're there because the Supreme Court said that companies are people and they can... Why? They can... You can't restrict their speech. <sighs> There's just so many loopholes. I don't even know why we make laws. Like, <laughs> I just don't even know. I don't understand is, like, people have, like, humans... Like, you and I, we're only allowed to donate so much money to a campaign. Why are companies allowed to spend unlimited amounts? That's, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Why are companies allowed to spend anything on elections? They're fucking companies. They're corporations. They're not human. They're not humans. Right. Ugh. Disgusting. Politics are disgusting. I'm glad it was my major. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad it was my major and I know nothing about it, also. I don't know anything. <laughs> and what frightens me is how little I know and how much I read. Like, how like how much I listen to, how much I read, how much I try to stay right. aware of what's <laughs> going on. And still I'm an idiot. So people that aren't doing, like, so there must be so many idiots. Like, there just must be... Well, right. So many uninformed. There was that poll that recently came out that said that, like, some crazy number, I mean, I want to say it was, like, half of Republicans in Mississippi think that Obama is a Muslim. Oh, my God. I, I, you know, I wish it was a little bit cooler to be smart, you know, just in general. I think Honestly. I, I really wish we would stop rewarding the Jersey Shores and the fucking whatever all these nonsense TV shows of idiots that are making money off of being idiots is really tragic. right then it's it like is really glamorized to be a fucking idiot to be fucking stupid and of course it is like and of course that makes sense that we want that like as a country we want our people to be fucking stupid of course we want that <laughs> we want a country full of smart informed people no of course not. Why do we want that? I don't understand. You don't understand? Because, like, then we would question everything. Oh, you're saying, like, our capitalist overlords. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Whenever I say we, I mean capitalist overlords. <laughs> Got it. Got it. <laughs> Perf. Ugh. Well. Just a little episode. Yeah. Just a little Hunger Games, Sex in the City 2, Mitt Romney treat. Mittens. Mittens Romney. Oh, I wish that was his real name, Mittens. I think like he was a like a guy from like he could slip into that role we're gonna google that but uh, pretty sure it's the answer's no (laughs) pretty sure it's no um stick around for the next episode or don't I don't know whatever I mean I would prefer that you did no yeah but don't no pressure we we can't force you no pressure you know just whatever whatever suits you um if you got time stick around we'd love to have you goodbye winos 